0: Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers, Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where it's my goal to help you with questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other people, particularly left brain types like me, to ask the right questions in our search for deeper meaning to life. And ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. So let's get started with today's podcast. I want to talk about, uh, this is an anniversary of sorts for me today. And so the theme of today's podcast is what have you learned in the last six months? Now for me, I'm asking that because as I'm doing this, it's February 3rd, although I, this will be released on February 4th, but February 3rd, and it's been six months to the day when my, my wife fell at home, hit her head and went to the coma. And she's still in the hospital and she's still uh, recovering from that, but it's been basically a miracle. Uh, but I'm doing this about the same time as she fell actually. So I've just been thinking about what have I learned over the past six months? And more importantly, and the reason I posed this question as part of the podcast title is, what have you learned in the past six months? And I'm going to just review some lessons that are important to me and uh, see how they compare maybe to what you've experienced. First of all, in terms of the whole medical thing, I, I really learned that Angels are alive and well and, and work in intensive care units. My wife spent uh, one month in a hospital in western Virginia, in an ICU there, and a second month in, a, in an ICU in a hospital in Washington, D.C. And in both those places, the nurses are amazing, dedicated, male and female. The doctor staff, it's just incredible the amount of time that they spend. And the compassion they show for what they do, and they do it every day. You know, so I'm sure as soon as we left and as soon as the bed that my wife was in was vacated, the next person came and they offered the same level of care. We did get to know a couple nurses really well. And I, I hope when my wife's able to to walk again, to go back and revisit those ICUs and and say hello to some of the nurses that might still be there. It was interesting when we were in Reston, that's where our son passed two years ago, uh, three years ago now. And he was in that same ICU and in a room actually just a couple doors down from where my wife was the first month, and there was one nurse that was there, the nurse that spent the time with us when we disconnected Matt from his life support systems and he passed away, that nurse was still there, still working in the ICU, and uh, she remembered us, we remembered her, and uh, well, I shouldn't say we, I did because my wife was, was in a coma and out of it, but I remembered her, and uh, we, we got a chance to talk. So that was one of the big things I, I've learned over the past six months is how wonderful and special these people are that work in in those type of situations. I, I'd also have to say, and I'm saying this um, embarrassed, I guess, is that I, I've learned to overcome uh, some of my prejudices when my wife was moved to a hospital in. Washington D.C. She had to go there because they're the only place that could handle vent patients, and she was on a ventilator and tracheostomy and feeding tube, and she was still in a coma and everything. But they couldn't keep her long term in Reston, so they moved her to. There's very few hospitals that can do this. One of them's in D.C. Anyway, when they moved her there, I, I had reservations because it's in a it's in a pretty bad area of Washington D.C. And I was uh, concerned visiting the place first of all. And and secondly, I'm embarrassed to say this, but most of the people that work there don't look like me, don't look like my wife, and uh, and, and I was I was concerned that, that she might receive the she might not receive the same level of care that she got in Reston, and um, I'm I humbly say that that was all wrong. That the people there have been amazing, compassionate, uh, just dedicated kind everybody I've mentioned this in some other podcast also but just wonderful even down to the I shouldn't say down to but even including the people that that did the floors and took care of the the maintenance part of the hospital I mean they all just were wonderful said hello and made you feel welcome and visitors that I've had visit my wife in that hospital have told me the same thing about how wonderful people have been and how kind people have been there so that, that was a big uh, eye-opening thing for me just in terms of I, I never thought of myself who does, right? I never thought of myself as being particularly prejudiced, but, but I obviously was. And uh, I've, I've learned a lot through this experience with uh, how well things have gone for my wife at, uh, at Bridgepoint Hospital. I've also been impressed with the, the technicians there at Bridgepoint. Those guys and women never gave up. So even at the worst time when my wife was uh, in the coma and we had decided along with the doctors to take her off of life support and basically do terminal weaning because we were told that she would never come out of it, she'd never recover. Even during those periods the the respiratory technicians never gave up. They never stopped. They never stopped doing what they did, which was to every day they would take her off the The vent for a few minutes and put her on oxygen and it's called uh, uh, or they turned down the machine so that it was breathing less for her and she was trying to struggle to breathe on her own more. Every day they continued to do that even though that we were planning on uh, ending things they never stopped and God bless those people they they really came through and I've thanked all of them that I could find you know especially once my wife was off the vent And then they decantilated her or pulled out the the tube, uh, the tracheostomy tube. I I thanked all of them because they they did an amazing job. Another lesson that I learned has to do with love and love of our family and friends. You know, people have been amazing and consistent in terms of asking how she's doing. There's a website that we were able to use. There were so many people that were texting me and calling me and asking how she was doing, which is all wonderful. And uh, I'm not certainly complaining about any of that, but there's a way to do that better through a a website that someone also told us about. And just people have stayed in touch from people we went to high school with to college friends, old army friends, people that we were were stationed with in different places around the world, uh, friends in Freemasonry, our neighbors. It's just been wonderful that people have been so kind and loving and have uh, sent cards and everything to her. And now she's able to see them and, and respond to them. Another thing that um, I, I learned, and again, I'm I'm humbled to say this, is, you know, my love for my wife. Um, I've, I've been less than a perfect husband and uh, m- many times. <clears throat> and so, you know, n- now that she was, she's in this condition and where I, I have to take care of her, not, not that I have to, I want to, I just I just want to say that it's um, all all the things that you say in your marriage vows. You know, when you're 22 years old or 25 years old, we were 22, I think. You know, at, to, to 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 love and and care and protect. You know, till death do us part. I forget what we said, but <laughs> but you know, it was just words back then, honestly. And and um, now to be living it and doing it is. Uh, is something I'm grateful for. Honestly, grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for the opportunity to to have this phase of our lives, as, as challenging as it has been. And uh, so I've learned I've learned a lot. And I <clears throat> I, I don't know if I'd say I'm, I'm making up for for decisions I've made before, things I've done that were less than the the person I want to be at times. But um, I, I have I have learned that I like and appreciate this opportunity to, uh, to take care of my wife. And then on the spiritual side, there's manifesting. And I've learned so much over the past six months, I wasn't doing any podcasting back then. And so I, I was just, I just finished my book when my wife fell that night and it was, my book was in editing phase and now I'm completely rewriting my book because I've learned so much over the past six months. So for better or for worse, it's a completely different book than it was when I, when I first wrote it. Uh, I'm, I'm violating all the rules of, of being an author, I think, in terms of re-editing the whole thing. But I'm happy to do that, and I'm happy that my, my spiritual awakening has continued, and this, the whole soul unleashed process is is even more valid, even more real than it was uh, before before we had this experience. I've really come to believe and internalize an experience so many of the things that i've talked about before in terms of manifesting and meditating and channeling and communicating and being more convinced than ever that there's something beyond this life that we can connect to and it's been wonderful and exciting and eye-opening and i've i've just been happy for for that experience so overall despite everything that's going on despite the uncertainty of what's going to happen with my wife and despite the uncertainty of retirement and despite the the uncertainty of, certainty of life, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy for uh, to be going through this. happy for the opportunity to have a podcast. I'm happy for my family and my beautiful grandchildren. And I'm happy uh, to still be able to to see my wife every day. So those are the lessons I've learned over the past six months. And I hope that, uh, you know, I, I mentioned the other day, to did another podcast about the astrologer that I spent some time with, and she told me, you know, astrology had somehow forecast that I'd have a bad period last year into early this year. All that accurate. And and she asked the same question, you know, what have you learned over the past six months uh, in going through this? And same thing, same questions, same answers. And I'm just, uh, I'm very grateful, very happy and excited to continue this journey. And I'm excited to continue it with you. So I appreciate your listening. And uh, again, if you want to reach out to me, please just go to MikeNicholas.com. That's my website. have got some cool things there and you can contact me through there or just Mike at MikeNicholas.com. I appreciate it. And also if you get a chance, uh, reviewing my podcast will, will help it uh, be found easier by a lot of other people. Thanks again. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye-bye.